What time is it? Showtime. The brothers discuss sports and provide betting tips. The best kept secret in sports investing. Please welcome Bolt Brady and his bro. Okay, we are underway in football season. NFL finally kicked off. This is Bolt Brady and his bro, the best place to get your sports gambling info. Let's welcome in our guy, Bolt. (laughs) What's happening? You know what they call NFL week two? The overreaction week. Yes. Uh, Because not only uh, do people overreact on the results from week one, but it's funny because you have the people that... uh, they're gloating and they're high right now, thinking that they're the best in the world. And then other people um, got back down to reality a little bit. So even those people don't overreact. Here we go. No, yeah. You, you hear it on the radio and you're just like, oh, wow, it's, we're toast. <laughs> and some of them are. You know, some of the squads, you know, the Jets or someone comes to mind, like, you know, Packer in. But some of these squads will bounce back from a week one loss. Well, the Jets, that's why they give us the point spread, though, because we'll take a little closer gander at them. Mm-hmm. What uh, what stood out to you here? What surprised you? Um, or, st- or or I mean, firstly, just the 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 Niners got terrible weather for that game. Yeah. Um, I still thought that they would just keep it simple, run the ball, kind of control them on D, and then just uh, we've talked about before, like a play just kind of swings the momentum. Debo. Was with inside the 10, I think. And yep. they, they were going to kind of, all right, let's take control of this bad boy. Bloop. Thing just slips out. It would have been 7-0. And here comes the confidence on mm, the other squad. I know. It's terrible. And then Trey has to make a couple throws. Throws the picker. Yep. And we don't need him in control of the game. How, <laughs> how long till he gets pulled out? How many weeks here? I, I You know, well... I get this is a big week here. Well, and the one thing, you know, if if you watch like the Seattle Denver game last night, you're like is Gino, you know, if he can do this kind of consistently, but they were so jacked to take on Russ. Oh yeah. That's not going to be C- Seattle week in and week out. So I don't know if, if the Niners can't handle Seattle at home. <laughs> we're going to have some serious problems. So here's what's interesting. Uh, for, for the people that follow us on Twitter, uh, a couple weeks ago before week one, I sent out that I'm jumping on uh, these two teams early. I took Atlanta plus the Rams because, you know, uh, I felt I had confidence in Atlanta. Before the season started, Atlanta was getting 13 and a half this week against the Rams. So I said, take that now, which is nice because that line's down to like 10 and a half or 11. And then the Seahawks, I also said, grab that at eight and a half because I had confidence that they'd play well against the Broncos. I mean, I didn't think that they would necessarily win. And then I knew that the Niners weren't going to be that great. What's here's the, here's the reason why I'm bringing this up is it's surprising that the the Niners line hasn't really moved. It's like eight and a half or nine, right? That they're still that big of a favorite. Well, no, yeah, that yeah, exactly. That after that win and you know that kind of sloppy game, and I you know granted it was the the weather. Um, I guess statistically, you know, if you look at the Niners versus the Bears. They had control of that game, and the Bears didn't do diddly squat. They got like a third of their first downs via penalty. Yeah. I mean, Fields wasn't slicing them up. You know, it's not like he did it all. No. I mean, I hope they had fun with that W because uh, <laughs> there's not going to be many more of them. How about when, remember when the Jags went 1 and 15? Mm-hmm. Um, they won their first game of the season that year. Did they? Yeah. 
<laughs> so these crap teams that won their first game, you know, hold the horses, guys. We'll <laughs> see what happens here. Well, maybe it's the fans at home that, you know, overreact to what the season's going to be like. But Vegas holds tight and they're just like, no, like that line's where it should be and shouldn't move yet until some coin comes in here later in the week, maybe. Well, and here's another uh, interesting stat for you. So last year, 14 teams made the playoffs. Nine of them lost their first game. Wow. Yeah. So that's why we call it overreaction. So we're here to help you try to navigate those waters. Yeah. And uh, I can start off with a best better here if you'd like. Sure. Well, I was, you know, go ahead. Let me hear who the best bet is. But I was going to say, what did you think about some of the games from last week, too? Well, sure. Okay. Go right ahead. We'll, we'll go into that. I'll come back to a best bet. We'll sprinkle one in here in a minute. Who who lets you down or who just, who just I mean, what Green Bay didn't look very good for one. Well, but I had the Vikings. Yes, that was one of your picks. Yeah. So, um, but I think, you know, what let me down or what I missed, and, you know, we had talked about it a little bit. Uh, I can't remember if it was on the air or off, but missing the Patriots, or not the Patriots, missing the Bucks. you know, I was like, come on. Because remember when you and I were talking, I'm like, why isn't that line bigger? It was like the only two points, and that was kind of scaring me. And you know how every week you have that game where you're like, why did I touch that or why I didn't touch that? Uh-huh. That was my why didn't I touch that one. Um because that was just a total boat racer. I mean, Tom was in full control. Yeah, that one was never close. No. Even with Dak in there. Like, I mean. <laughs> no. In fact, before Dak even got hurt, because, you know, I'll go through the games. I'll, I'll watch the games. The games that I watch, I'll make notes. And then the ones that I can't watch, I'll go and, you know, watch the replay and I make notes. I was watching that game and my notes literally say, Dak's terrible. And that was before he got hurt. For sure. He was missing open receivers. I mean, it was just, you know, that's a whole nother story that we'll get into. But, I mean, yeah, Dak was not playing well. And what I saw out of Tommy that I liked is they showed him before the game, and he gave he came out and gave the patent and, let's go! Well, he's looking up in the crowd. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, there's the Tommy we know. Like, yeah. you know. This, Whatever, whatever's going on at home, he still kind of had that just locked-in look. Yeah, exactly. And uh, so, you know, it was 19, was it 19-3? It was good looking. I mean, I know they had 19. I can't remember what the Cowboys ended up with. It was was super good looking. Yeah, I saw uh, Troy Aikman last night during Monday Night Football. You know, he still lives in Dallas and stuff. He's like... You know, they're they're working hard behind the scenes here to try to maybe do something to bring in someone else during his absence here. Um, whether it's Jimmy, which there's no way it's going to be at this point. Right. Because they came out this morning and said, you know, it, let's take it down to four to six weeks that he's out. Yeah. But, I mean, they're going to go with this kid Rush and have fun. <laughs> Cooper? Yeah. They, I mean, they threw out Jimmy G and Mason Rudolph as maybe guys to go after, but... If the Niners don't get going here very well, I'm sure they didn't want to part with him unless Dallas is like, they're like, it's a first round pick or nothing at this point. Right. Or, well, we're, or we're keeping him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, I'm, he- I'm here to tell you, though, um, I'll take Coop Rush this week, though, and the points. And here's why. The line, and this they played the Bengals this week. Six and a half. They're at Dallas is at home. Are you seeing six and a half or seven? No, I saw seven and a half actually, and it's probably it might keep going. So wait, wait on this one uh, as long as you can. 
And here's the reason why. The line before this game started was going to be the Cowboys minus two with Dak. Now Dak's out. It's moved nine and a half points. And I'm here to tell you that Dak is not worth nine and a half points. Nine and a half points is saved for two guys in the NFL. Aaron and Patty. I don't even think Tom is quite that high. Maybe Tom is like the seven and a half range. There's guys that have broken this down. And Dak is not nine and a half. I'll take the Cowboys. Because you know who actually thought looked pretty good was our boy Zeke. Yeah. He actually had 10 carries for 52 yards. He kind of looked, you know, he looked more slim and trim. A little leaner. Yeah. And that was the word coming out. I mean, he had like his pipes didn't look like, you know, like they're like jiggling in the wind or anything like that. No, he's, <laughs> he's never been that soft. <laughs> no, of course not. But he looked, he looked more solid. Um, and so, and you just got to get the ball to CJ and Cooper rush. Like it'd be one thing if he was one of these guys that's never started an NFL game. Um, but he's got experience and he's like, literally like, let's go. Like, you got to remember these guys. It's not like they're getting into the ball game going, no, I don't know what to do now. Like, he's like, yeah, let's go. He calls up his family. goes, guess who's starting? Let's rock. I'll see you guys at the game. I mean, yeah, I know what you're saying. They've played for a long time, but there's there's some angst there when when they're they, he's got the whole week of build up here and stuff. It it might some of them handle it, some of them don't. Well, that's even better. I'm glad you bring that up because it's not like he's getting thrown into the game like Dak gets hurt and he has no time to prepare. He's got the whole week. The Cowboys have the whole week to script for him and make it better. Well, so, I mean, it's just like sleeping on a lead at, at a golf tournament, or you know, you get content at the Masters and they're chitting with you every post round. You're going to bed. You're like, wow, I'm in the lead here. Well, it's it's the you lack of sleep, a little nervous. So are you telling me you don't like that pick? Um, because we can put something on it if you want. If it's less than a touchdown, <laughs> like, you know, I, I, there's a couple places had it at six and a half. Yeah, no, it's not going to be less and, than And Joey B... You know, yeah. he needed some time to, to warm up here, we said, but the, he threw four picks. <laughs> right? Well, that was, was it, it was three or four. Yeah. I think it was four. It was good looking, that game. Um, Chase almost had catch of the year to start the, it was like a side end zone there, one hander. Mm-hmm. His toe was just out of bounds. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I never liked Dallas that much. You know, since he, Mm. I, I, you know, I'm with you. I, I, I didn't like the, I don't like the Cowboys that much either. But you, you know, you've probably heard the saying: you play numbers, not teams. And this is a number grab here, and that's just way too much. If we, if we're getting over the seven and a half, yeah, we're getting too high. So you know, that's what we're telling the listeners: wait till the last minute here. Uh, if you see in a seven and a half, grab it and maybe get grab a little bit more once it goes up. But we want to get the seven and a half for sure. Mm-hmm. So big Kirk Cousins came through for you. He sure did. That game was actually not even close. Did you watch it? Yeah, I saw a good chunk of it. Uh, I mean, did you see Aaron getting mad at everyone? He's like, come on. This the, young, the young receivers. Well, the other thing that stood out from that game was that Minnesota was way more aggressive than normal. I mean, if that was Zimmer, he would have been like, all right, guys, we're ahead. Let's start running this thing. And they were actually like fourth and one passing it and stuff. So they were super aggressive. Um, but yeah, that game was just never in doubt. The thing that stood out to me was big Justin Jefferson. Yeah. I mean, how open is he? Well, and how about when he has 
guys 156 yards at halftime. I mean, it was just pure domination. Mm-hmm. We had some guys bounce back for some, uh, I don't know, some fantasy owners for sure. There were some big numbers put up. Oh, uh, well, that was the other takeaway from that, watching the fantasy. I was like, Justin Jefferson, Devontae Adams, uh, Cooper Cup. Pittman Jr. on the Colts had a good one. But, I mean, like, those three, like, Cup and Devon, like, the big names. Oh, and Chase. You're like, wow, does the quarterback look for those guys? Oh, yeah. They zone in on them. I mean, you know, which is fine because they get the – but I'm like, those are slightly the number one receivers. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, when Joe goes back, he's looking for Chase. And when it's crunch time, which is great. That's what you're supposed to do. Um, I mean – you know, it's crazy to me to think, you know, like the wide receiver crew for the Vikings and Dalvin in the back. I mean, that's why I like that squad. Um, but what's interesting is I went against Green Bay last week, but this week I like them. For the nine and a half? Well, yep, because I'll tell you why. If you remember last year, what happened week one, they traveled down. They had, you remember, they couldn't play in New Orleans, so they had to play them in Florida. Oh. Oh yeah, that was a, it. Was a terrible start, and they got waxed. Uh huh. And then by Jameis, right? Yep. And then they came back, and uh, they played the Detroit Lions. So kind of in the same ballpark here, Chicago Bears, and they waxed them thirty-five to seventeen. So I'm looking a little bit more like that this week as well. The the backfield was looking good for him. It was just the the receiving core. They weren't quite on the same page yet. So. Just something that's probably going to take some time with these these kids to kind of figure out what he wants and some of the timing of it. You're talking about the wide receiver core? Yep. Um, which is interesting. You know, some of these guys, you know, like Aaron hasn't worked a ton with these guys because they're younger. Or like Russ, he worked out with the, with the Denver guys, you know, as much as he could. And then someone like Tua gets some, you know, a new guy like Tyreek, and, and they seem to be in sync a little sooner than some of these other guys are. Well, the big thing was, so remember you and I were looking at the line, because the line was what, before the game started with the Vikings, it was uh, Vikings plus like two, and then that got flipped. Like, right? like a four-point flip by, mm- by kickoff, probably. Remember? Yeah, and we're like, whoa, big chips came in there. So Aaron was missing mo- both his tackles. And that hurts. But does Aaron dominate the NFC North? Did you see that? He finally threw an interception. Yeah. And it was since the, like 2019. 395 passes. Against a divisional opponent. Yeah. Well, so let me tell you another stat here about our boy Aaron. Because I know you like Big Aaron. You'll like to know this one. How about in home openers? Okay. Home opener. Because he was on the road this week or last week. This week, he's at home, and it's against the Bears, who he craps on anyway. <laughs> the home opener's Aaron's 13-1, and 12-2 against the spread. And how about this touchdown-to-interception ratio? 34 TDs to two picks. Good night, Chicago. Come on in, Fields. Aaron's going to be pleased. He dominates the Bears anyway. I think his record against them is like 22-4 and in his career. Something ridiculous. Stand by. Mm -hmm. I do like Big Aaron. Um I don't know about his new new payload he's rocking and his the the new tat that he got. Yeah, he needs to get rid of the payload. <laughs> some new some new images he's going for a little <laughs> different. But I can see him bouncing back. I'm with it at home. All right. Who else uh who else kinda did you did you enjoy or, or let you down week one? 
Well, I thought it was fun watching the Falcons. Um, Mary- yeah, that, that was uh, a couple of those games wouldn't end. That was one of them. Right. And the Cincy Steelers game. Well, you know, the Falcons were getting the five and a half, and I was really pulling them to go for the upset because of the survivor pools, you know, knocking out the Saints. I know a lot of people had the Saints, too. Um, and I don't know if you saw that game, but that thing was over with. I mean, they were in full control. It was 23 to 10. Yeah. And the Atlanta was up. Mariota was going in for another like touchdown here. And they stripped him. It was garbage. Kind of like what they did to Debo. Got the ball back, gave him the momentum. But even then, it was third and one fourth quarter i'm sorry yeah third and one the fourth quarter and he kind of slips and they tackle him and so he has to punt and there was a huge hole he would have gotten the first down it would have been ball game so it was fun to watch them do well um you know sucks they lost but you know now they head out to big los angeles Mm -hmm. and uh take on the rams yeah ten and a half for the for the rams and the falcons are coming to town it's a stay away for me, but it, but it would be a lean with the Falcons for me. I mean, the Rams got sacked seven times and the Bills didn't blitz once. It was all just natural pressure. That's a that's a problem. Yeah, the Rams caught the the buzzsaw with with the Bills just coming out. They probably looked the best of anyone week one. They totally did. That was the teaser that we lost. Moved them up to eight and a half. The um, the Ravens easily covered the other side. But um, I mean, that's the other thing when you make you know. Let's talk about gambling here for a second. You know, there's times where when you lose, you like this is what I personally do. I go back over my head and I'm like, God, would I do that again? And I absolutely would. So when you do that, you know. Know, that was just your play not everything works uh you know in your direction and that's probably a good time for us to bring up like we try to do this every year you know reasonable expectations because you have people like big vegas dave out there you know saying that he wins 80 percent of his games and stuff like that and that's total bullshit so you know if you're winning 55 percent of your games in any sport you're balling like you'd be considered and it obviously matters like how long over a period of time like if you did it over like 50 games or 100 uh you know let's say 100 that's still impressive but it's like okay let's let's see you do that again if you can win 55% over 500 games then you're balling and in the NFL it's even less than that 52.4 is profitable and you know i'd say if you can get above that in the NFL you're doing really well mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think I was telling you the other day, and some of the listeners might find this interesting. Billy Walters is the, you know, he's known as being the best sports gambler of all time. He made tens of millions of dollars doing it. It's a pretty cool book that's out about him, but it, it just that name eludes me. The book name eludes me, but. Uh, anyway, he was said to have uh, winning. His record was 57% over all sports. His best sports were college football and college basketball. Rumor has it that he was only around 53% for the NFL. And he's one of the best you know, gamblers of all time. So it just gives you a little idea of, you know, expectations out there. Yeah. I heard average margin of victory in NFL games is four points. So with some of these lines, you know, it's definitely hard to hit, hit some wins consistently. Well, right. And that shows you, you know, in, in college, you'll see in a line of 51, right? Wasn't that the line? Michigan? Bama? Bish- oh yeah. Michigan, Michigan, Hawaii. Yeah. 51. You'll never see that. 
in the NFL are, right? Like I think like if you see probably what once or twice a year you'll see a line that's like 16, you know. Um they're almost always under 10. So, yeah, it's way different in the NFL. These guys are professionals. They're the best in the world. Well, and these are actually these are records against the spread too. I mean, someone like uh the Vegas Daver. He's like, I'm giving out the money line today, Michigan over Hawaii. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, that's an easy win there. You have to lay $10,000 to win 100 Right. Yeah. Big Ve- But you know what? Big Vegas Dave. I don't know if Big Vegas Dave's out here listening to this. He might not be um, because Big Vegas Dave is almost peace out. Like he's getting his social media pulled from and everything. Yeah. That's how he was kicked off one of them. <laughs> Too many bloops. <laughs> All righty. Well, you got a uh, a 409 of the week uh, for us. And uh, those of you that don't know yet, the 409 is the 409 clean it up of the week. I do have a clean it up of the week. Uh, that has to go to the Seattle fans for booing Russ last night. Mm-hmm. Come on, guys. I mean, this guy was slightly a staple, not only on your squad, but in your community. I mean, he's one of the guys that cruises around to the hospitals and stuff. I mean, he puts his money back into the community. Complete stud. And they're like some of them are booing him. That's a 409 clean it up. And then I also have one more. And that goes to myself to clean it up. We were <laughs> that goes to you most weekends. <laughs> no, no, no. This might be the first time I've given myself the four hundred nine. You and I were at a golf tournament this weekend. Our boy TJN. Yep, fun, fun time. Yep, incredible, incredible tournament that our friend puts on. And uh, everyone's like, Bolt, how are the games going? And I'm like, awesome. 2-0, and baby. We're going 2-0. and And the games weren't over yet. It was big Iowa oh. and Texas Tech. And when Iowa started not covering right then, I looked at my cart partner and go, wow, am I an idiot? I mean, that is rule gambling rule 101, not to talk about the game before it's done. So... Iowa loses the ball game, doesn't cover, and Texas Tech almost did. Luckily, they held on and got the cover for us. But I get the 409 for talking about games before they're done. That is a no-no. That is a big no-no. The the Modellos were kicking in at that point, probably. (laughs) Maybe. Just feeling good. Maybe they were. Maybe they were. I mean, my friends know on the Sunday, like, they they don't even really text me anymore, like, you know, about what's going on with games, because I'm like, no chance I'm jinking these games. I'll chit with you between the 4 o'clock and 5 o'clock night game. Yeah. Yeah, you and I disagree on that. You you think the putting the juju out there about saying who who your picks are and they're not going to hit. Yep. Nope. I don't like talking about them at all until they're done. So Seattle, the fans that did boo Russ, because, you know, obviously there were some cheering for him. The ones that booed, 409, and I got the 409 this week. Yeah, dude, Russ put you guys on the map for 10 years. Oh, dude. And like I said, I mean... One of the biggest studs in the community, like even now, you know, even in Denver now, like, you know, he goes straight to the hospitals and spends time there. I mean, he gives a ton of money. I mean, yeah, that just wasn't the play. Hmm. All right. Well, let's get into week two here. All right. Well, let's do it. Let me throw out a couple stats for you here about one of the things that I look at first, because there's some wins that shouldn't have been wins. Right. Case in point. Sure. Case in point, the Steelers-Cincinnati. You know, we're lucky that we're on the Steelers with that game. Um, But they won the turnover battle 5-0. to 
Okay, turnovers are worth about four points, meaning you should add twenty points to the to the Bengals score. That gives you a better indication of where it should have been. How about this crazy stat? If a team wins the turnover margin just by one, their chance of winning the ball game is sixty eight percent. If they're winning the turnover margin by two or more. 81% that they'll win the ball game. Hmm. So that's one of the first things that I look at. I think that's pretty interesting. Take that with you to the bank. Are you ready for another best bet? Sure am. Two of these games have something in common. Okay. I'm going with Patty here. All right. Patty at home. What's the line right now? Three and a half. All right. Chargers are coming to town Thursday. Three and a half. Last year, both these squads played each other. They actually beat each other on their home fields um, each by six. Um, that game and my partner Lamar minus three against the Finns. Okay, both these teams have really, really low lines at home. I'm going to compare this to the Golden State Warriors. What I've learned with them over the years, Golden State. Anytime, I don't give a shit who they're playing. If the line at home is minus seven or lower with the Golden State Warriors, it's an automatic play. Doesn't matter if Phoenix is coming in or my boy uh, from the Bucks. It really doesn't Giannis. matter. Yep. Jan's our boy. It doesn't matter. You roll on them. Well, guess what? That applies here to Lamar and Patty. In fact, the stat with Patty is if it's three or less, he's 12-2 and two against the spread. Uh, I'm not sure what Lamar's is, but listen, the Dolphins got lucky. I watched the game film. They won the turnover battle 3-0 to zero against uh, the Patriots. Stand by for Lamar and Patty. Short home favorites. Like them both. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Casey, the, the short week at home is going to help them. And the Chargers, the, I, I actually liked the Raiders last week, the three and a half. And the Raids could not punch in the two-point conversion there for me. Well, they're another one that lost the battle, the turnover battle. Well, Carr. That, you know, Carr had at least three picks himself. He did have three picks. Now, do you think they were all on Carr? Like, did he look that bad, you think? Um. I mean, Devontae and him were in sync, you know, so, and Waller seemed fine. So those, at least two of them were on car, sure. Yeah, I mean, you really do have to, like, dig in sometimes to the interceptions. Like, for example, Mac Jones had one where he threw it deep to the end zone, and the DB kind of blocked it, like, luckily, like, blocked it the last second, and it just popped straight up in the air, and here comes the free safety to grab it, you know? So that's what's beneficial about watching the game film, and uh, hopefully we'll apply that here to some dubs. Well, actually, as you say that, too, uh, I got to give my boy Khalil Mac credit for he put so much heat on him coming off the edge. He got to him a good amount of times, but you know he's just he's feeling him right there, and he probably releases it a little quicker than he wanted to. I think they're good buds. Too. They're homies, yeah, for yeah. sure. They, they were in the Raiders together for a while, right? He said we're still you know best of friends, but he was coming at him, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, there was a couple, you know. I mean the the Broncos Seattle game, two fumbles at the goal line. It's like these things are so finite sometimes. Oh, I know, I know. That's why. Uh, uh, you know, you can't take it too seriously and just hopefully hopefully it all evens out, really, at the end of the season. You're just hoping you're going 50-50 on those. Yeah. Can't take it too serious, but yeah, you sure you sure do get into it. <laughs> oh, you sure do. Come on! <laughs> Woo! All what, right. What do you like? Um I the one that I it stuck out to me, I think, is the Colts. Um mm. 
Yeah, Colts are going to Jacksonville, and it's minus four right now. They kind of got in that little the seesaw match there with the Texans, so I, I think they're going to wake up this week. Okay. And, you know, Trevor Lawrence and squad looked pretty good bouncing back against the Commanders, but they couldn't pull off the comeback. Um, commanders aren't too shabby either. That You know, they're going to be decent on the NFC East. They're going to give Philly a little run. So the Colts, minus four, I'll take them. Okay, uh, you and I are on opposite sides there. You're taking Trevor there, huh? I like the Jags, uh, plus the four. How about this? It's Doug versus Frank, head coaches. Because remember, Frank was the OC under Doug Peterson. Yep. Um, but yeah, Indy totally dominated that game against Texans from a statistical point. Wow. I think they might have had over 500 yards total. But listen to this. They had five fumbles, Indy did, but recovered four of them. So, and they had seven penalties for 89 yards. The squad might be a little undisciplined right now, not really playing too hot. I'll take the Jags looking for the home opener, Doug. Hmm. Yeah. I still think they're young. They still got some stuff to kind of iron out here. In Indy with the tie, it's they'll be awake this week for me. Okay. Um, I think... Baker's going to be a little bitter about not pulling that off. I mean, that that was a back and forth, the field goal at the end. That was a tough loss. So Baker's going to the, the Giants. He's getting two and a half. Mm. Yeah, that's a stay away for me. Um, and then I know Tom has his problems, you know, with, with New Orleans. Mm-hmm. It's two and a half for Tom. I'll mm. take Tom again. Is it two and a half or three? Yeah, if it's two and a half, I think you got to take Tom for sure. Little thing about Tommy, though, um, with that is how about the last three years in a row, the Saints have beat him every single time. No, I know. It's crazy. And last year, not only they shut out the Bucks and they held him to three one time. So... I think, if anything, Tom's going to be fired up. He better be. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> you know, the D coordinator, Allen, took over as the head coach. So they always gave him fits on the defensive side. So he's still in the building. Um, but just, I never loved Jameis and those guys. No, that's tough. Michael Thomas was back. I'll give him that last week. Mm-hmm. He balled. Mm-hmm. Uh, my last one for you here is uh, going back to the well. Now that they're 0-1. I'm going back with Bill and the Patriots going to Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. I'll take them. What's it at right now? Minus one New England, you know, in Pitt. Right. Um, and I, I mean, think Najee was, you know, he's not he's not humming 100% health-wise here. So that's well, that doesn't help Big Mitch. And how about our buddy that plays on the outside, Mr. TJ Water? The peck tear. That sucks. He's out. And that's their best player. He's their leader. And that defense slightly changes when he's not on the field. So if he was playing, I wouldn't even come close to touching this. But since he's out, I'll take it. And uh, we'll see what happens to a squad when they don't win the turnover margins. 5-0. Holy cow. Yeah. And block an extra point with one second left. Yeah. I mean, dude, how about the people that had... Cincinnati in the survivor pool. Wow. They probably don't have any hair left this morning. I wouldn't have touched that game in to begin with. <laughs> well, no, a lot of people did, though, because the you know they just looked at the line and they're like, it's seven. They were in the Super Bowl. Let's exactly. go with that. Exactly. There's always that stat, too. Whoever loses the Super Bowl misses the playoffs a boatload the next season. Well, and their, their stat week one, they're like three and 13 the last 16 years. It's crazy. Yeah, um, I want to. I want to end everyone with one more stat here. Shanahan without Jimmy G 
is seven wins, 29 losses. Mm-hmm. Okay. Might want to remember that one, guys, this week if you're thinking about taking the nines. Yeah, I mean, he's he's constantly given credit as like a, a guru. Or right. It's like, look, I get it. He's been a good coordinator and helped some guys develop and stuff. Matt Ryan or someone in Atlanta. But in terms of running the ship here, these guys, you know, him and Lynch, the GM, have a lot at stake with that Trey Lance trade. Right. Yep. So you gave up three first rounders, and this this team isn't a rebuilding team. So right. I don't, this isn't gonna. You can't experiment for too many more weeks here, guys. I think if what if let, let's say they lose this ball game, does Jimmy come in game three? I, they have to probably give him a month. I think. No, 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 no. I don't think so. Well, because would they go to Denver week three and yeah. they'll get smoked? Remember, for I, sure. Maybe I get. Remember, I gave that out like in the summertime. Remember, it was Denver minus two and a half. We'll see where that one's at. Yeah. Um. So let me go through the games here yeah, for we, everyone. Oh, little, little recap. <clears throat> little recap. <clears throat> Excuse me. Patty and Lamar were taking you guys as the small home favorites. Jags plus four, divisional home dog. Patriots minus one. Come on, guys. Let's get the W there. And then the overreaction of the week, Cowboys plus seven and a half, but wait till the last minute because that might go up. And then I got one college game for the people that want to rock and roll on Saturday. V-Dog butt, Washington minus three against Michigan State. Washington minus three. Let's go. Let's do it. Is that game in Washington? It sure is. All right. Sparty's coming to town. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a lot of games to give out this week. It is. I know. Um, you know, But when they're flying off at you, they're flying off. When at you, you like what you're looking at, you like what you're looking at. <laughs> All right. Don't forget Twitter and uh, Instagram. It's at Bolt Brady Picks. A lot of info comes out there from Bolt. Day of info you don't want to miss. That's going to do it for week two. Let's watch these games. We'll catch you guys next week. See ya. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Do you have that one piece of clothing you keep going back to no matter how full your closet is? Having a versatile, high-quality favorite feels great, but having a whole closet full of them feels even better. American Giant puts the quality, durability, and comfort they're famous for into everything you need for your spring days. From premium t-shirts and jeans to lightweight French terry joggers and their legendary best hoodie ever. Whether you're dressing for work, the gym, or happy hour, you're sure to find your next closet go-to from American Giant. And it's all made in America and designed to last a lifetime. Get 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's American-Giant.com, code S-T-A-P-L-E-2-0.